You are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Bringing you the best what we call 21st century black radio to the masses, a mix of old and new school music representing the international black diaspora, such as hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, rock, house, and more, as well as news, commentary, and interviews. After having various things happen and be out and about, we're glad to be able to record a fresh new episode for folks to listen to, and all that good stuff. For those who are new to the show, I am DJ Fusion. I do stuff on the mix and commentary end. And on the side is my bro and co-host who does the same thing. Let me have him go ahead and introduce himself. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Of course, it's my back. Rock the hall, of course. Uh, bro. Black Hawk, of course, with my black hawk. Here's much up to all of you. This is Seth. Welcome to the world, the world, the world, the and I know, and of course, we back to you and yours. Doing good, doing good. I'm definitely glad to be recording a fresh show and intro. Uh, we both had various things that have occurred throughout the past few weeks, including a little bit of tech problems, but now all that good stuff is solved and happy for that. Um, thanks, you know, first and foremost to our listeners via whatever format that you check us out. Um, whether it's by internet radio, FM radio, um, podcast, or your various music streaming services. We really appreciate you. Y'all have definitely been supporting the show. It's been kind of cool to see, you know, people respond to some of the um, archives. And everything. We've still been, like, ranked really nicely um, within the Podomatic Um, At the lowest has been, I think, top 15 in the past month. And the highest, I think we got like to nine or eight. So, um, yeah, thank y'all for supporting. For those who don't know, it is literally us two who do this show. We don't got no like big marketing thing or a whole bunch of other stuff. And, um, yeah, we just simply appreciate everybody who listens and, um, checks us out. And I'm also, um, props to, um, more of the black podcasting community that has been giving us shouts and stuff and whatnot. Word up. Kind of funny in the way to look at that we have some folks who are like, damn, y'all are still doing this. We started the podcast super early. I mean, this might be about the, I think this is the 10th year we've done the podcast. Um, show itself has been in the 16 years, but yeah, like, um, I think Automatic was pretty fresh and new and we um, got on that wave. And it's kind of funny to see how technology is now, where, you know, some of the kids who are making fun of podcasting all want to have podcasts. Or got a pocket. I was like, yeah, that's that's a corny technological stuff. The street ain't rocking with that. It's like, all right, whatever. We the ones who are breaking joints. I mean, that's independent, you know, music media in general, of course. But if you're gonna hear a new joint, you're more likely not gonna hear it on a podcast or internet radio than you ever going to on mainstream radio. That's just fact. Especially with hip hop, and especially in the United States. I'll say black music in general, but especially within the United States. Some other countries have it a bit better off on that end. But, um, yeah, you know, as always, thanks for our support. 
supporters and everything. We appreciate you. And um, yeah, we got a good amount of stuff to talk about and um, a lot of angles. Let's go ahead and get right into that. For our new listeners, let me break down how we do things. At the beginning, we go ahead, we do our promo spiel about upcoming events, how y'all can reach out to us, things of that nature. And then uh, both myself and Assault Rock get into some commentary into some news stuff that's popped up that we find interesting. And then we get into the music. So that's pretty much the more or less roughly a third of the show in terms of how we rock the world. So um, let's get right into it. You can always check out what's going on with Fusebox Radio Broadcast crew via our official website, which is Fusebox Radio Online. That's F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. And through there, you can find a brief history of what we do, our event calendar, various downloads, podcasts, mixtapes. Um, check out our photography portfolio, how to submit music, whether you're an independent music artist or major or anything in between and our criteria for that and um, a bunch of other goodies here and there now if you're on social networking we are active on a lot of the major social networks so let's say if you're on twitter it's twitter.com slash fusebox radio youtube.com slash fusebox radio instagram.com slash fusebox radio so forth and so on Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio goes to my personal page, which I don't mind people joining, but um, I'll just let people know if you don't got anything going on, like remotely intelligent or funny on your sites, I'm not going to add you. And if you're a spammer, I will take you off. I don't like when a whole bunch of folks go in and they just want to put up a whole bunch of event flyers, don't even say hi to somebody. That's kind of dumb. And while technology is awesome, no music artist. You score old, have you ever heard talk about I blew and I got all the DJ play status randomly posted my MP3 on a whole bunch of people's face wall. That's not how things work. But um, anyway, um, our Facebook like page, we're getting more people on there and I really appreciate that. We're still trying to up those numbers. Just besides the radio show, we also put up different like news stories and events and stuff that we find interesting. That page is facebook.com slash fusebox radio show and that's just one straight word. Um, with that and um, let me see here what else we got going on you can always check out the Fusebox Radio broadcast in case you miss us through our wonderful broadcast partners all of which you can check out listed by our official blog site blackradio.com under Fusebox Radio broadcast affiliates through your favorite music streaming or podcast surfer of choice so we're available by iTunes Stitcher Radio TuneIn Radio and Mixcloud SoundCloud and plenty plenty more and let me see here. I think on all of that quick promo feeling, that's about it. Um, a few folks we got a shout out on the event in, you know, from the past few weeks and the upcoming weeks. On the upcoming end, um, there's a few joints that are going to be going on. I'm going to be at New York Comic Con this week doing some press stuff, as well as I'm spinning at um, a New York Super Week party over at Madam X, which is located in the lower part of Manhattan. Um, the invite is us on our official Facebook page and on BlackRadioIsBack.com. It's free. You just got to be above 21 to this lounge. It's going to be a mix of old and new school um, hip-hop, soul, um, house, a little bit of EDM and all that. So, you know, come through, have fun, you know, support um, the bars over at 94 West House Street. And, yeah, that should be a good time from um, 9 p.m., 
until at least 1 a.m. on Saturday, October 11, 2014. For those folks in the D.C. metro area, we're going to be spending once again at the Marine Corps Marathon on the course. So both myself on the saw Rob bringing all types of beautiful beauties to folks. And a shout out to the Marine Corps Marathon Committee for asking us through it. And it'll be the second year we'll be doing our thing. And uh, we're going to be at mile 25, which is called the Runner's Village. And, um, yep, should be fun. Had a good time last year. Um, a lot of athletes of all kinds rock and roll at that Marine Corps Marathon. You got the elitist of the elite. You got the average person who's trying to, you know, meet their own personal goal. You have, um, you know, folks with um, different types of, of functions and whatnot. Terms of like Paralympians, more, and just all that good, all those types of good things. It is the eighth largest marathon in the world and the fourth largest in the United States. So you know, representing on a nice level. And um, that is definitely cool. And we really appreciate everybody for that. Shout out to the folks over at DC Rapping One versus Many for their um, Kick and Kisses tour that just passed. Um, fun that one that stops over there, and that was cool. A whole lot of different types of talent on the hip hop, soul, um, comedy, and spoken word. And that did their things over at a venue called them the Paper Box in um, Brooklyn, New York. And um, that's an interesting little spot right there. Kind of brought me back to some of my earlier independent hip hop days where you kind of had like a big space that was flipping to different parts. They had different stages and stuff. And um, yeah. It was cool, so shout out to um, those folks. And um, let me see. Oh, also shout out to the folks of Will Rap for Food and the D.C. Council of Humanities. Will Rap for Food, of course, we worked with at various times before with their um, various um, food drives for the homeless and um, school drives. Um, rocked over at one of those joints. And the uh, D.C. Council of Humanities and the Will Rap for Food had... Um, part of the event planning for the Art All Night um, DC um, programming that happened all throughout the city and I'm focusing a little bit at that around um, Southeast DC around the PD Green Center and that was cool so shout out to all them folks and um, yeah that's about it at the present on the event end and stuff and you know we're always open for events and stuff in terms of spinning, just go to the FuseboxRadioOnline.com site and I'll reach out and people can talk and see what's good. Because all of that helps us stay on air and keep and do good things. And, you know, nobody here is a multimillionaire or billionaire yet. So, you know, it's cool to be able to do one's craft, but it's also cool to be able to eat off one's craft, too. So... Yeah, that's the good stuff on that end. And yeah, I think that's about it at the present for the promo shout. Let's go on ahead and um, get into a few news stories. It's been real um interesting the past few months. Um, first and foremost, let's touch base on the situation in um, Ferguson, Missouri, um, post the death of Michael Brown. Unfortunately. Very, very unfortunately, we cannot say that the officer that killed that young man, um, Darren Wilk, has been arrested. It's been over a month. 
This is really pathetic. Like, the thing I can't get with this particular story is how some folks really want to act like America is all going to be light and some kind of post-racial fantasy when you have American citizens who have to go through hell and high water to even get proper attention with stuff like that. We're still in the country where a lot of folks look at um, black people, particularly black Americans. Of course, all of them, but particularly black Americans that still being second-class citizens. You're first-class when you're spending your money or providing entertainment, but you're second-class when you want to be treated. And in the year where we're like 50 years past the, you know, Civil Rights Act being passed, that, that's a hot mess. And, you know, all types of stuff has been happening in Ferguson, including, you know, more reports of, um, crazy police um, brutality situations and folks messing with people's rights, which I had to give one of the federal judges around that way some credit for telling people that, look, you can't just be grabbing up people off the street and arresting them saying that they're deserving the peace. They ain't doing it. They were literally doing it like, oh, you know, you're in the way and blah, blah, blah. They were just arresting folks. You had people not wearing, which, you know, I think it's happening less, but still going on, and people not wearing their, um, police um, badges or names they can't be identified which which if I was a law enforcement officer which is something that always kills me these type of stories a honest and fair law officer probably has one of the toughest times in the world somebody's committing foolishness you know that blue wall of silence ain't gonna help you out if, even if you're not the person who's doing stuff so it's very strange I hear police talk about when other police are screwing up even if it's just procedures, but it is the way of the world, unfortunately, and hopefully that will improve. And um, I think one of the things that's happened since the Michael Brown situation, which is both good and depressing at the same time, is there's a plethora of stories about the abuse of power by various law enforcement, not just in Missouri, but all over the country. And there's also a lot of situations where, you know, I can understand being leery of, you know, being wrapped up in your tech, but when you have people who have this, this cell phone technology now, they're showing people doing foolishness that they would have got away with before. I'm happy people are buying smartphones and um, having tablets and stuff. There was just a story um, not long ago where. They just finally had um, some police get suspended and charges put against them because a boy was taping this bad treatment of their um, people getting arrested. And they got pulled over in a car, <laughs> excuse me, and they were saying that, you know, you're speeding or something like that. And in the pepper spraying, the dude, not even the dude who was driving, but there was a woman who was driving, they preferred the dude sitting next to her in the space. And due to the, the kids taping it, they're getting an investigation on that. It is sad that you had to be about, I think the child was about eight years old. That, that had to be on an eight year old child's mom. That I cannot trust long. If I'm brown. You just had a situation not too long ago where you had a brother who 
He told him to reach for his wallet and then started shooting him, and that was caught on the police fence. Camera. So, like, crazy stuff happens all the time, but it's not like. It's not antidotal anymore. And, you know, more and more people are rising up against the nonsense, and, you know, in the day, I'd rather have, you know, folks like the Michael Brown or the Trayvon Martins and all them folks just get justice right from the gate. But if people have the fighters and continue struggling for it, more of this stuff being out there where people can't hide and shoot the under rug or be like, well, folks were big and black, so they were scary. That's just helping, you know, folks out more in the long run, so I think. Because sometimes in this country, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta rub dirt in the faces of people in this country for them to, to want to acknowledge that it's there. Um, that's a few things that have been going down on that end. Um, next up, and you know, I've had a lot of listeners be all types of about this. This Ebola situation in the United States. Um, I'm gonna be really blank and real upfront about it. America didn't give a damn about Ebola until some people of European descent started getting getting it. There have been outbreaks of Ebola here and there in Africa for a while. And it's killed a lot of people, and unfortunately it seems like this strain is um, killing more people. But it's very weird when some folks of um, European descent, some from the state, some not, got it. They get rushed to the CDC headquarters hospital. They get um, various treatments that are said to be experimental, and they're, they're all better. You have an African man who was a citizen but had family by the name of Thomas Eric Duncan, who died after you know, coming back from Liberia after visiting some people. He ends up not getting what they say any kind of this experimental med until right when he was about to die. He ended up dying. I'm not saying that the man wasn't meant to die. Well, it's our time. It's our time. Regardless of your spiritual that's how things work. But you can't help but to have your conspiracy side come on. Like these other people were able to get it, get into the finest, you know, medical care and be fine. This dude was pretty much just left to die. And still has family and um, other people in quarantine. And in Texas, they actually released this dude when he first got sick. And then, you know, grabbed him up. I'm just saying this this type of thing is weird. Do I believe we're going to be in some walking dead situation because Ebola? I doubt it. You know, unfortunately, in a lot of the African countries where it's at, it doesn't mean the population because there aren't certain you know, proper medical establishment to take care of it, on top of, you know, some turmoil that's already been going on over there for years. But you just got to look at stuff in a funny way where it's like, you know, are we getting separate but equal treatment for this? Because if this is an example, it's going to be a bad look for folks if it's spread somewhere else later. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just I find Ebola scenario interesting. 
I also find how the mainstream media treats it interesting because it's almost like they want to have a panic and they want you to calm down. It's always a problem that makes it, me think it's a distraction tactic. Yeah, well. Since, you know, we're at a stage now where all the stuff that happened in the past few weeks, um, the United States military is now back in the Middle East. Due to folks saying that um, ISIS or ISIL or whatever they want to call themselves is causing issues in Iraq and Syria. And while the military saying they're not going to put boots in the ground, there's still military presence over there. Which makes you kind of look at what the, what's been the point in the past 10 years of folks who were there and got injured or killed. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, one thing I think is uh, about Ola is that uh, people normally just want to say It's all good. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a little scatterbrained news. I got a whole bunch of tabs for what we're gonna talk about. Um, on the artist, um, in rest in peace to Jeffrey Holden. 
dancer, actor, painter. Um, he lived at the age of 84. Um, he did a whole lot of stuff. He was one of those faces I think people recognize, but until he passed away and you saw his face, you didn't really think about whether um, he was in a way he was involved in. Um, real quick breakdown via the New York Times in terms of some of the things that he did. Um, originally from Trinidad and Tobago, he came to the United States and um, got into dancing and became a dancer on Broadway. He won Tony Awards in 1975 for the direction of musical and costume design for The Wiz. His choreography was part of the um, Alvin Ailey Dance Theater and the Dance Theater of Harlem. He was in a ton of films, including... Um, for those folks who were into the James Bond movie, who was um, Baron Simdy in one of them joints. And, um, and folks from my generation will remember him from um, Boomerang. He was a director dude who was directing the commercial for um, Ray Jones' character. He was also on um, television pitching of 7 Up in the 1970s and the 1980s. And um, just on top of that stuff, he just um, helped um, fund a whole bunch of um, black actors and actresses and um, their um, various careers, as well as a lot of folks um, in the realm of black dance. He even started the um, Catherine Dunham School and was a principal dancer for the Metropolitan Opera Ballet in the 1950s. So, you know, this brother was all over the map with um, what he did. Never Let Die was who he was in. That was the um, James Bond joint. He was in um, the old, the old school, 1967 Doctor Doolittle, um, Woody Allen's movie. Um, everything I always want to know about says we're afraid to ask. And um, yeah, we um, didn't mention Boomerang, so you know the brother did his thing for a very long time. So you know, definitely um, proper respect to and um, rest in peace to him and whatnot. Um, let me see here. What else we got going on? What else we got going on? Do, 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 do. Um, shouts out to Seattle. They officially have passed Indigenous People's Day in the place of Columbus Day. Seattle City Council unanimously voted to do make this action. And uh, personally, as a person of color, as a black American, I think that's awesome because, you know, Columbus is not a person to celebrate. <laughs> you know, by any of the imagination, um, cats like him brought a whole bunch of nonsense to the native people, the first nation folks of this country. You know, brought in like the first wave of African slavery. For um, some folks in Europe, brought in a whole bunch of indigenous servitude. And you know, if you really study the history of Columbus, it's not just the three ships and all the good stuff that you might have heard when you were in elementary school. If you went to the public school system, you know, Christopher Columbus was kind of an asshole. Period. And we gotta remember, he ain't discovered nothing. He got lost and ran to this joint. And also, there was also known that uh, there was Vikings. There was, there's a history that's not told in there was a Viking in North America and there's also a history of Viking and uh, well, Mahalodon 
uh, versus, you know, dealing with slavery. White slavery, all of white Columbus thing is—it's um, actually a part of that. It's still a part of the same way that the white system. Disagree with that. Disagree with that. There's a whole world. 
after your death. No doubt. And um, actually, that transitioned into another thing I was going to talk about, and that wasn't even planned. Um, yeah, everybody... It takes everybody some time to get to this thing. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, depending on some people's life situations, yeah, you might not have been able to, or chose not to, get to a certain point of formal education. And, 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 and to a degree, to a degree, that's fine. But honestly, if you're an adult, Especially in America right now, especially as a black American who went through a who had ancestors, go through a whole bunch of crap just to get the opportunity to get education, you should at least want to be able to read on a GED. And or have a GED. Or high school diploma. Um, the situation that happened a few weeks ago is um, the joke with Floyd Mayweather. Now, Floyd Mayweather is a great athlete, great boxer. As an individual, not so much on a whole bunch of levels. Whether you, you know, peep his um, show on Showtime, you're just kind of like, wow, this is kind of an arrogant prick type of dude who's mad insecure. To, you know, even his criminal record where, you know, the Negro went to jail for hitting on with him and whatnot more than once. So, great athlete, not necessarily the person that you want to have around your way if, if that's not your boy he ain't literally being the money Mayweather giving you some money now he got provoked into a situation because people know you know rapper 50 cent businessman he's always just kind of trolling me. and you know they've been having a little tips here and there and he got on the internet talking about yo I'll pay this much money employment Mayweather can even, can even read so and so and so and so and at first he did that okay this dude's kind of talking trash but then, um, one of the New York radio stations, Power 105, with, um, Breakfast Club Joe, which I'll meet the guys and all them, they end up having a tape, which I find it's kind of weird that it came up at a certain time, but anyway, they end up having a tape where Floyd Mayweather was supposed to read, uh, what's called a promo. And Asar and I have been through this, we had to sit down, he, like, had a research to help, you know, promote a non-profit or a business or something like that. And if you want to find a joint on YouTube, you can. Um, it is it is really pure struggle. It's kind of sad in a way. How about that dude was struggling? Trying to read. And while, you know, I personally think the man is a prick, I'm like, that, 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 that's, that's a bit mean, but there was only so much I could honestly feel sorry for him because we're talking about a man who's like, my age gets to very in their 30s. There are people who have way less resources, money or otherwise, than he does. Who be there like, look, my black ass wants to be able to know how to read. Or my ass, period, wants to be able to know how to read. Just to do basic stuff in this world. To willfully want to be that independent on other people to handle your business as an adult represents a problem. You know... Can you really trust your lawyer? Or every lawyer you're going to run into? Can you really trust that broader chick who's, who's, who's sitting in your corner until the money run out? Because Floyd, when this situation came up, he didn't try to like be like, look, I got, I got a situation and I'm at least trying to handle it because I got kids. He didn't try to be there like, yeah, this dude's talking trash ABC here either. Here's a whole bunch of money I'm going to give to a literacy campaign. If he doesn't want to do it as PR. 
All you do is be like, look, I got money and walk away. You can be a rich mofo and whatnot. And that's cool, but you're in a sport where you only got to get hit in the head once the wrong way. That's it for you. That's it. And you are not charming enough to probably have a decent career after you finish boxing. And when the money goes away and the fame goes away, as time goes on and on again, you're going to probably be less damn near alone. So, you know, bro, you know, don't, it's cool to be able to be like, I got ends and other stuff, but don't, don't continuously promote dick in this show. You know, you ain't supposed to be rich black dick. You can have a formal, you have a formal six-year education on how to freaking read. But Since you're American, South America, that's only a couple books. 
I have a whole lot. Um, let me try to see a few more things to get into before we get into the music. And whatnot. Um, let me see. Since I saw, I talked about a few things he's been um, checking out during the past few weeks. I'll just talk a little bit about the entertainment stuff on that. And um, a few more stories and um, wrap it up. Um, shout out to South Park. Um, I'm sure some folks who are into the NFL and sports as of late have seen the flap over the team um, name for the Washington team, the Washington Redskins. And um, there's racial implications and stuff. If you have a Hulu account, particularly a Hulu Plus account, but I think they actually still have all the seasons for previous, go to Hulu.com. Check out the season opener episode of South Park. They went in so hard making fun of the folks who try to defend that name. It is hilarious. It that, that's all I can say. Like I don't even want to give away half of the stuff that they do to do in terms of that because they also make fun of like Apple and Kickstarter too, but that's the main crux of it all. When you see how they tear down the owner and the people who support that team name, yo, it's it's just great to show. Go ahead and unpeep uh, that. Also, um, the new American Horror Story series started. And, um, I, and, and, and I peep that, and you know, you got a lot of folks who are in the past on season or two, including um, Angela Bassett, um, Kathy Bates, and more. And, um, yeah, if you, if you scare easily, this is not the series for you. But if you um, if you're down to see some crazy stuff, it was, at least what seems as of right now to be a good storyline, um, yeah, they, they went pretty ham on um, the first episode. But you know, I, I, I think the series is cool. I think the majority of the um, second season that was on the um, American Horror Story coming. and whatnot. It, it, it got it got a little out there at the end, but. There are some, I don't even get to a whole bunch of stuff, but there are some um, parts of that series and scenes, and I'm like, this is already classic. Right from Jump, right from Jump Street, so shout out to that. Um, shout out to what ABC at the moment seems to be trying to do with the, the TV show Blackish. Now, the title is stupid for that show, but the pilot in the second episode, I kind of get what, where they're trying to come from with it. And they got a good cast um, from um, K.J. Ellis Ross to Lawrence Fishburne to Anthony Anderson and all that in terms of trying to get, you know, a multiple facets of the black American experience into a comedy again in terms of prime time TV comedy. And um, I think they got that on Hulu as well if you end up missing episode two. Or if you just got cable, you know, you do your on-demand thing there. Um, I'm going to talk more about that series in depth at another time because there's a few more things we got to get into. Oh, also, shout out to Dizel for his latest movie. And whatnot. If you, if you like badass Dizel, you know, you know, kicking, kicking some booty, go, go and see that dude. I haven't seen the movie, but I do remember the TV show as a little kid. I enjoyed it, you know, I think there's no, I remember it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's fine to that type of character, you know, so I, that's, 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 that's,
other words, where that was like, you know, round my way cat folks, everything was However, I noticed that some people had their kind of punches. They got the whole Period. In Jersey, I remember that during the beat, the third cast of the airline was big, but they're not nomadic albums. So, it's like, what, eight, like nine, ten songs? It was kind of like the number of the old school albums. It kind of had that thing. You know, that, that was, uh, wasn't my favorite album on the period, but it was it was definitely a very much important just the beginning, the beginning of the beginning of it and the end. Then he had um uh your state of mind and then and also had that, that little conversation, that old wild stuff, the wild stuff uh a clip of the wild stuff uh that old uh, documentary about South hip hop coming South Club. And at the end of the album he had uh on itself. It was like in between those two energies, there was a lot of stuff going on that was very helpful in my and stimulated. That's why I'm a, of this era, even though I take black music and what's more spiritually, it's just a unity in the 70s, in the early 80s. Hip hop was, it was that way for some, hip hop was like that. That album, in some ways, was stimulating. So maybe not as much as a couple of the album. But that album still was very stimulating. I definitely think that's the fact that it's one of the better albums. No doubt, no doubt. For me, it definitely brings you to a certain period of time. Like, hearing, like, you know, you know, albums like that join um, the first two Mob Deep albums, the first two GB Damage albums, like, if, if you never walked past a New York project your entire life and you put on those joints, you would at least, it may be piece of videos, you would get a feel of what, a taste of what that might be about because those old folks made those type of stories. And, you know, showed it from, you know, particular viewpoints and angles and um, all of that. Now, people who, you know, see you my presence on social media and all that know that I balance out, you know, nostalgia with what's going on today and whatnot. Just like how music and stuff is, because there's always been great stuff, there's always been crappy stuff. Always because it's like, man. But that was a period of time where there was a real nice streak of albums. Like, I think with the MP3 age, folks, because it's so easy to get music, they don't necessarily have the hype of what a new release Tuesday was like where all these certain albums came out at a particular period of time and you had to go take yourself to a store. Like, you know, we aren't talking, we're talking about not even maybe about 10 to 15 years ago. You had to go to the store and look at all these albums and be like, damn, what am I going to buy? Because, because it was that fly, you know, so you sitting there like, you know, looking at your chains, like, which, well, I mean, depending on what play you had at the time, what, what CD or, or, or cassette of this album, I'm like, crap. It's not that much that way anymore. Not just because it's potential, because there's a certain vibe that's not there anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, you know, some folks who release those stuff back in the day aren't necessarily as hungry or as uncomfortable or whatever anymore. It's not going to make certain types of things. You don't necessarily got to repeat doing the same joint all the time. But 
there is something about that period where I can still put it in my MP3 player and drive it and not hit, and not hit skip. You know what I mean? I, I can play Midnight Marauder to this day and I've owned it to every single format possible except real to real. Because they ain't put on a real to real as far as I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, Illmatic is like one of those type of joints up top. So um, yeah, shout out to the folks for um, making that doc. You know, that's a few of the things. I personally peeped out lately that I think are good to recommend. Oh, on the album, it's shout out to Flying Lotus. His new album is tight. You know what I'm saying? Um, he got a lot of like, uh, almost like a jazz, free jazz thing with hip hop going on. His latest uh, joint. Okay, and also brand new is also one album came out around that time. That was That's right. About that was for the album. You know, so that top eight albums of all time at that point. And that was one of those albums that came out to Um, there was a lot of albums from that period. Uh, LLK, Mama said, wow, that was one of those albums from the Uh, there was, 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 a lot of people don't know about that hip hop thing. 85 to 95 was Come out to check her out and do her shows. Um, 
there's people who are very extreme about how Lauryn Hill is. Like, well, don't diss her because she made that great album and, you know, she can still potentially do greatness. You got folks who are like, man, you know, this bride ain't do nothing in a minute and her show appearance is spotty. And, you know, you can't really depend on that. So why am I going to just be, be waiting? Um, I'm going to be real matter of factual about it. And people have saw me put this on Facebook and um, Twitter. Um, Lauren Hill did some great music. I think that is beyond the shadow of a doubt. This being said, if you're making your living as a live music performing artist, and you're doing this for for pay. You know, I've seen some of these tickets for these Lauren Hill shows that they're not cheap. You don't necessarily have to do note for note that album every time you get on stage. Quite frankly, you know, unless you like Frankie Beverly or May or some of these other folks, nobody would see that same show over and over. But if you got people who spending their time and money to do stuff, you should at least try to be at your location like somewhat on time, because hip-hop time is over. It's like a mutation of CPT. And, you know, to be like how Miss Hill has been in the States and overseas, but that's how she's been at bare minimum an hour to four hours late. That ain't gonna fly. And it's not like because you're, you know, plane had issues in your car had issues you just came late then you're doing shows where you might be half-assed and singing it or you're rushing your set or you're cutting your shit so short that's just not professional it's not professional it is really disrespectful to the people who are still going out and supporting you especially in the age where people can go onto a whole new trend a whole new vibe you know lauren if she's not 40 she's damn near 40 she needs to be able to do this she has age contemporaries like the Erica Badu's and will come out and they'll tear down a show consistently. Consistently. You got people walking out like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I spent my money and I want to spend more. Lauren, besides that Unplugged album, has not put out anything. Besides the occasional single here and there. And if people want to be really honest, those singles are off the spot. There's a flash of the L Boogie that we saw back in 97, but that's not all there yet. Like, Lauren Hill would almost been better feeling at D'Angelo, disappearing for about 10 years, and when he came back performing live, murked. You got people like, yeah, we still want a new album, but you know what? Every time he's out there, he's murking, so we'll just sit back and be calm and be cool. As a creative, a lot of creative. Don't even make the play to sustain their own living. If you are able to sustain a living or do a good amount of your income doing what you want to do and that's your passion, that's a blessing. Lauren Hill is taking a dump on that blessing to me and, and, and I just can't close on that. I hope the best for her. I don't know if she's going to do anything mentally or whatever else, you know what I'm saying? But you can't blame the man or the, the mean reviewer when you're screwing up yourself. There's times I think that we sometimes coddle some of our musical greats a little too much. And I think this is what's happening before. Like, she still, ha- she still has it here and there, but you, when the second that people don't want to, to, to pay that money to see you, you're done. I can feel that
Um, let me see, yeah, talk about Lauren, uh, uh, let me see here, I got a few things here, um, real quick note, screw Walmart, they got an in-health insurance for their part-time workers, this is a company where they literally make a billion dollars, they ain't trying to pay help for health insurance, that's over 30,000 people, that's garbage, world's country's largest employer, even the family of the founder who, who do nothing are, are all billionaires. You ain't trying to do that, man. And I don't know, like, if you've ever been on the side of the fence, I had that perfect period of time where you don't have health insurance, it's a crappy place to be. If you're working, you don't have health insurance. Like, if you go to an emergency room, I think that's at least a few hundred dollars, and you could not be sick at all. You know, most of whatever else, like, somebody seeing you with a few hundred dollars, but they, you know, they take blood to do a test or all that type of thing. And for Walmart, a company that has, like, a rack of money, like, this, this whole, you know, the carpet on the people, I just think that's wrong. And I think it's simple. But, um, yeah, we did that, we did that. Um, the NFL. Man, NFL has been screwing up a lot. We talked briefly about the, um... Washington Redskins name controversy. Um, we also um, got things in the room with domestic violence that I had to talk about. Um, real, 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 real briefly, first and foremost, it shouldn't have to take a sports organization to tell anybody that domestic violence is wrong. Um, period. Do I believe the NFL gives a damn about the players? No, because they don't give a damn about them when they get concussions and they, and they ain't playing them. It is a majority um, person of color league. It's at least 75 to 80% African American. So for folks to act like the NFL is going to be this arbiter of what's right and wrong is, I hate to say it, it's, 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 it's kind of silly. You know? Because um, with the situation with um, Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson and all of them, while I think they need to, I need to, I think they need to get their lumps on multiple levels for what they've done as individuals, and you know, hopefully they can, you know, get past the situation with their spouses and their children and stuff. If people thought the NFL cared about their players, if you're not like young, black, and healthy and making them tons of money, which by the way, the NFL being a nonprofit is a travesty. The NFL. Have you ever heard of the NFL being pulled? Even the players that get millions of dollars, everybody else on top makes them. That's all of Like, the NFL don't give a damn about these folks unless they're on the field and play. You know, that's it. There's a reason why some of these guys, unfortunately, are, are killing themselves so that they got, got brain damage so the NFL can, can break off some NFL days, you know. Went through their physical rigors and, and help make money so they can at least be healthy and they on retirement age. With the Ray Rice situation, you can't tell me. I mean, one, they, the, the, the description of what happened was crazy. Period. And, you know, people having to go through the legal system and stuff. But it shouldn't have had to take a videotape coming out because TMZ got it. Because TMZ love or hate them as a moral as hell as they are. When they got dirt, they got dirt on you. 
They shouldn't have had to take a tape to come out. To be like, well, maybe we should have suspended this guy for more than two Because in all honesty, let's keep it real. If Ray Ryan got suspended for half a season, I don't think it would be as big of a deal of the story. I just know that that doesn't mean I mean it's wrong. That doesn't mean I think that's necessarily right. But we got to keep it all the way live because Ray Rice beat on his then black fiance, now black wife. I honestly think if it was a white woman, that would have been it. Would have been over. You saw a you saw a white woman get hit the way that Jay Rice got hit in that elevator. I don't care what NFL security did on the back end. That nigga would have been under the prison, under oh, it. down one other thing too really quickly this happened in well, well it's now closed but it, this happened in rebel casino in atlantic city if you've ever been to a casino there are cameras everywhere in other words in other words that i was amazed that you drove around down and like like ah you're black man you're gonna get hell for that you better to the stereotype man it's like Bruh. You know, as soon as I saw, I mean, I'm thinking, as you see up in the street, I'm like, I, I, I got to remember those many times I see that face down. Because so that, like, you know, like, on your back, face down, face you know, I'm like, I can double, you know, I'm like, I can go double on their back. I was like, you know, down, oh. on a good point with that because that's the thing that kind of gets me the most when you hear people talking about well you know things could happen here and there and I'm like that's true like I personally think that if I'm at the point where I need to lay my hands on somebody I don't need to be around because you're causing me mental stress much less you know my ass may be getting into jail <laughs> or get tweeted on or something like that. that that's not the way but one of the things that when people talk about, well, they're trying to bring the black man down, ABCD, because they uh, whatever. It's like, you know, the best way to not be brought down is to not do stupid crap. What he did was stupid. It was stupid. You know what I mean? And, and as a famous person, where, you know, people can take a picture of you and, and pay their rent for a few that's why you got crazy paparazzi teasing after people and tweeting after 
And that's if you are just a, a good natured dude, dude or woman. You got video of you spitting on your significant other and uppercutting them, knocking them out, having them get hit on the, the rail of an elevator, which you didn't even know if that chick was unconscious or maybe it was bleeding on her brain or something. And then dragging them out like like a lifeless body and, and, and trying to be like, well, people are infringing on our privacy. You know what keeps things private? Closed didn't, you didn't do that, you know what I'm saying? And I really can't have sympathy for people who do dirt on Front Street. You shouldn't be doing dirt in general, period. But do dirt on Front Street, don't be surprised with like, oh my god, everybody, everybody, whatever, whatever, whatever. Money don't hide that. Because let me tell you something, if that was anybody that was famous, especially a person of color, like if that with the Daisy of Beyonce in that elevator, you think that would have never came out? Get out of here. Get out of here. Like, whoever that security person was at Rebel, they, they said that person made about six figures off that team. Where the, 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 the door closed down about a month or two ago in Atlantic City. But they made their money off of it. Don't, don't, don't feed into the machine, yo. As a, as a famous black man, at large as a black person, because people are already going to look at you, you know, as a subclass, unfortunately, no matter what your status is. But... As, as, as a famous person, man, don't do it again. I hope everybody's in there, they're helping appropriate things, because, you know, some people were raised in active environments where that happens, and they gotta grow out of those things. But, yeah, man, like, don't be famous and dumb, man. That, that, that crap's tiring. I'm, I'm not gonna be, like, hashtag free so-and-so, so if you doing, doing dumb crap. I'm too old for it. And most people are too tired of it. Um, let me see here. I'll leave another story for the next week. Um, Raven Simone, folks know her mostly through, um, if you got kids, you probably seen her on like that, Raven on the channel and all that. Um, she was Olivia, the little, little girl on the coffee show. And whatnot. Made both black Americans and, um, gay Americans pissed off. Because she had, um, an interview with Oprah during the past week and in said interview she was saying that she did not want to be labeled um excuse me as a black orchid she quote unquote wanted to be labeled a human who loves humans and um excuse me also quote unquote saying that She's an American. She wants to be labeled as a colorless person. Now look here. For one thing, if you want to be labeled as American, you be. I'm the type of individual where you can call yourself whatever the hell you want to, as long as you're not messing with me and you're not a jackass. I'm really just can't be bothered being pissed all the time. That being said, colorless to me is like the new age compilation that Tiger Woods tried to pull back. There's a weird thing, I think, when you get to a certain level of fame that you want to try to find every creative way of saying that I have the quote-unquote good side of being black, but I ain't like them niggas over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have the, what made you American, which is, you know, still, you know, majority white or Caucasian. Be like, oh, they're they're excited. They they look interesting, or I, I, I like their style, I like their swag, I like how they entertain me. But 
why is it that when you get to a certain point, a lot of the time, because honestly, I don't think Raven is sheltered. She's had a money majority of her life. She probably had had too many people in call in work call around her face. And I can understand I necessarily want to be labeled by only two things, but why is it that when you are of black descent, especially as an American, after a certain point in time, you're not supposed to be like, I'm black. Why is there still an inherent shame about being black? And that brought up a lot of interesting conversations um, on the internet and beyond with me and you folks at a particular period of time. It doesn't mean that, you know, if you, you know, you can't talk about all the other sides of your fan if you have that. You know, hey, if you got black, white, this, that, and the third in the end, you know, you love your family and you're happy, I ain't trying to say you gotta not talk about that. But it just seems very weird that black is still way down in the totem pole of things to be cool about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a bit insulting, especially when you're in realms where, even in 2014, the majority of what people call urban is what black folks have done for them. It just got to be. Like, why can't you just be there? Like, I'm black, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. And that's it. I'm not even necessarily talking about you being too political. Being like, yeah, I'm black American, I'm cool, and you can shut up. Because one thing that was brought up to me, and I had to kind of give them some some acknowledgement of that, is that, yeah, you know, being black doesn't mean you got to be loud and political about everything. Like, I'm like, you don't got to be loud and political about everything. But to, you know, put on these labels like new black and this and the third, it's just weird to me where it's like a purposeful distancing. Everything that should be labeled quote-unquote black ain't negative. And when you look at how people do certain labels, we got to remember that a lot of major America did these labels. We ain't do that to us. If anything, some of us are holding perpetuate some of these stereotypes. But, you know, you can't be cool being black on one side and, and, and not black on the other. And with a lot of these cats who say these things, you know, don't be black when your ass is in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Don't be like, brothers and sisters. And it's like, nah, you, you, you weren't beat for that beforehand. It sucks to be you. That's why I do the beat because I realized that black is definitely beyond hip hop or what we see in America, what we see uh, globally. You know, hip hop black is cosmic, black is divine. It was beyond, you know, nigger culture. You know what I'm saying? It was more the the derogatory maybe references what that may be. Or has been able to call us in a very derogatory way. You know, there's so many different ways to do whatever. Aspect of energy physical that they call the suit that gave birth to the guys who called black one who was sold as a black aquatic stuff. So you know, 
that that's area. But yeah, man. Um, that's about it. We recommend a whole bunch of cool stuff to check out, read, and um, listen to during the show. Um, definitely go on ahead and do that. Um, I'll talk more about Blackish next week. And I think that's actually a conversation that both of us need to have by people of the episodes. And I'm um, seeing um, where they're trying to come in um, to see on um, that end. And oh, real quick, shout out to Andre 3000 because Jimmy Hendrix is supposed to be dropping um, this week. And um, it's getting a lot of good reviews. So I'm curious to keep that and um, see how that bad boy goes. And I'm on my nerd, and besides being a New York Comic Con next week, um, shout out to the folks who do Hellboy. There's a third Hellboy has officially been cleared to be a movie. I personally think it's an awesome series. Um, if you've never taken a graphic novel before, you got like Comicology account or a nearby store, whatever, do that. And, um, yeah, we've talked briefly about the movie series before, and the multiple levels of doing that, whether you like action and sci-fi to the deeper elements of it. But, um, I'm happy for Ron Perlman, man, to get that new from I highly look forward to seeing it. And lastly, on the, um, weekend, it's supposed to be having, especially for my, um, black comic um, it's supposed to be having um, Luke Cage and the, the upcoming TV Marvel series on Netflix. Um, old school seventies black superhero. And they say they're looking at Terry Crews and the other folks are playing him. Which, if that happens, it'll be like the most perfect fit on the planet. Um, if you never heard of Luke Cage, do do some net searching and see some of the stories. You'll be like that 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 dude will be in there and uh, whatnot, and they're finally, finally trying to do a Black Panther movie. And if people are familiar with Marvel series and whatnot, um, the Black Panther actually uh, ruled um, in a fictional African country where they have like the highest level of technology and whatnot. And um, like the various stuff that he goes through in that country and dealing with the U.S. and all that type of stuff, and you know the action is such a kick ass. Kick ass. I know he was very cool. Storm was excellent for him in the series. And they actually had an animated um, series a few years like that. I know it's on DVD now, and I think people can find um, through the internet to um, get an idea of what that cat's about. All I can say is Hollywood please don't screw up. You know we, you know black folks. Wanna have good movies and stuff so we don't want just tokens. If you get a good character off after you've had a Marvel movie with Guardians of the Galaxy that had a talking tree that said three words and a raccoon, y'all can get Black Panther off. I'm just saying. Y'all can get that done. So that's about it, man. But yeah. Good long talk, man. But you know, we're back in the mix. This show will be back on a regular season next week. As always, this is Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast, bringing that 21st century black radio to the masses. Our playlists are not polluted by payola. We play what we want, how we want. This is make your nod your head, stop your feet, all that good stuff. And as always, the commentary, you don't got to love or agree with everything that we say. But if this sparks up thought of some conversation, we did a great job that many awesome independent media people before us and during the present and hopefully in the future will be doing. So this is DJ Fusion. About to get into the mix. Signing off. Bye. It's the DSO Rocky Pop Up Blast Rocky for all. 
But I still think of being with a being in your caliber You hold your own down My queen would go crown You're leaving the whole town Astounded, getting hounded But still you're staying grounded Aight, who am I kidding? You get cocky every now and then <laughs> I'm just playing, I'm just being a tease But for real, girl, I will satisfy your needs Yeah, who I'm trying to please Indeed, just follow me I think I should show you just how much you really mean to me To me, you mean the most, baby You already know Yeah, you already know To me Starts to warm my heart I think about you constantly I hate when we apart I love to sit and admire Like a work yep. of art You're beautiful, smart And your style is off the charts There's no use spark A flame inside I blame them eyes You're fine Even wine wines when you come by I try to show compassion I know that's all you're lacking You're who I'm back in So my back ends in the grass in Six deep Know that I sleep and see you there I need you's rare But maybe that's what you need to hear Cause I see you near in my future And if that's clear then you could be my cougar, I'm hoping you don't lead the Kruger I'm just playing, I'm just being no. a tease But for real, girl, I will satisfy your needs You're who I'm trying to please Indeed, listen to me I think I should show you just how much you really mean to me Peace. You mean the most, baby You already know Yeah, you already know To me, you mean the most, baby You know like I know You know like I know you already know You mean the most,
driver. Look out. Yeah, 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 the hottest. Yeah, 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 Things are looking good, but I can't miss with your hair though. Ergo, that ladder climb is an air show. But thank God you're like a with that hood. Treat me like you think I wrote the instruction booklets. The instruction booklets. The instruction booklets. Cause of my home, the hammer's popping yourself. These look like glamour shots. Before that endorphin high, I take orders like Dorsak High. It's Gorsak Sky. Poor guy, I'm a horse fly. That's because I'm so hungry, man. And I can eat the rich Eat, eat, eat the rich Eat, eat, eat the rich Yeah, I'm so hungry, man I can eat the rich Eat, eat, eat the rich Let's see, Kenny Celebrate a little bit Approximation of type A and type B at the dice game with a white tee with a nice chain and snarky web presence. You can't turn up at a text message without at least a million video views. Watch the millennials brood. Make sense of it all. There's diamonds in the loaves of bread. I'm looking for them in the hood like a floating head. Like a floating head. Like a, like a floating head. My dinner prayers meant for an asteroid wake. I'm reading that from a fat boy's tape I'm still eating but it's all soy space I'm still hungry man yeah I can eat the rich eat 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 the rich eat 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 the rich I'm so hungry man I always eat the rich eat 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 the rich let's see Kenny that's right Perfect hair. Yeah. Perfect hair. Kenny Siegel drums up like he's dropping desks. Your whole line's a hot mess. I confess we got that aqua fresh. Kenny Siegel drums up like he's dropping desks. Your whole line's a hot mess. I confess we got that aqua fresh. Kenny Siegel drums up like he's dropping desks. Your whole line's a hot mess. I confess we got that aqua fresh. Kenny Siegel drums up like he's dropping desks. Your whole line's <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> one, two, DJ one, two. Fusion. Turn this thing up a little bit. Yeah. For those who've been wondering what's going on with Joel Ortiz, it's a lot, man. A lot. Feels like I finally found my house slippers. My mind was going, I stood around them. Wearing this poker face like I'm holding aces. That so wasn't the case, this business is such a business, don't take it personal It's more than these beats and letting verses go Don't end up locked in and wildin' Like a deaf person buying a rollie, better watch what you signin' Freedom is overrated until they take it When it's gone, feel like nothing can replace it Shaking the hand that's feeding you, but you hate it Disappointed in meetings cause of your weight Just imagine this man with your career in his hands Giving a fuck about your fans, he just looking at that black and white Seeing you ain't sell too well You trying to tell him that you was on an indie that wasn't acting right He don't care, them numbers f***ed up 
his appetite Your past just f***ed you twice like a hermaphrodite You watching niggas win who ain't half as nice Faced with the choice of giving in or hit the pad and write but see the fans can't know So you leaking freestyles and you nailed that flow Kids leaving out of venues like he killed that show Screaming yower everywhere but you ain't own that though Your loved one's sick all in the midst of this Watch your mom shoot insulin is ridiculous Your son got a mask on his asthma bad His older brother acting up cause he don't have his dad The grind took forever but it happened fast Listen close, y'all, it happened fast. Red eye flights out to Cali, sign an aftermath. Come back and sign a cot, you and Alan laugh. You drop an album over here, left the label over there. Finally let it go, y'all, the past, the past. Sorry for the delay on your order. But even in my off time, I ran around the world with the slaughter. My altar, ego is a quarter of the best rap group. But I'm back to being me, yeah, the porter. Freak a nigga standing on the corner with that work for the fiends who want to hear more mature. Story from a project, nigga. New Yorker getting money with the I'll still fucking. Up, quick aura, man. This ain't for radio play. It's for the radio Raheem's who let they radio play. For the heads on the neck clicking, looking for the best writings, turning to they man like you hear what he say. That nigga trying to recreate back in the days. I'm just trying to wrap my ass off, hoping maybe I'll impress a few new from back in the day because I'm finishing these new new that's rapping today. You turn this up, but not too loud new. Feels like I finally found my house slippers. Dealing dirty work, do the deed in the dash. Ditch em. I land a hammer that's stuck in a fist and gun position. We run a brand with a structure's the number one commitment. It's all a joke between mom contractions and coffin fittings. So we disappear in the smoke like we're ma- ma- magicians. No hocus pocus, you simple suckers been served the notice. Top of the morning, my fist to your face, folks, folks. We might be giants, standing on little dandy shoulders. You perfect, proverbial pansy panty holders. I shake the snake up, DDT. And mausoleums, macabre massacres, killings up in my coliseum. They all actors, giving top and back of a beam. I fall back if your casting calls an ending in sin. Come on. On the foulers, no need for any evaluations. I'm a foulers, a 
Johnson and Jimmy spraying faces. Any card of the sacred will get to face it. Like any time a murder gets replaced. Face it, the fellows at the top are likely rapists. But you like mellow out, man, just relax. It's really not that complicated. Well, pardon me, I guess I'm just as sane as you explain it. Or maybe sanctifying the sadistic is deranged. This run the juices, murder mayhem, melodic music. Psychotic use it to lose it. Junkies simply abuse it. That's worth the filler. See my heart and I'm pushing coffin. I probably smell like a pound when they put me in a coffin. The gates of hell, I'm pugnaciously pacing, waiting. I give a if I'm late, tell Satan be patient But I ain't here for do races I'm just taking vacations And tell them, them I never love them in salutations J Fusion. You the one, yeah, yeah. I got a plan that's form around you. Please won't you have my son, yeah, yeah. The dog weighs a ton. You thinking I'm gonna run? I had to tell you, don't assume. That's how we end up doomed. What's that call? What's that call when people show their ass? Yeah, you on the moon, yeah, yeah. Surrounded by this darkness I'm asking where your heart went Still you know you different from these other girls I put you in a verse Cause you my universe I swear you bigger than my world Yeah, yeah uh, I'm never all up in your face Shit, I know you need your space And it's feeling that we chase I can't erase I'm trying to make sure we don't feel harm uh, This uncharted I feel like Neil Armstrong Minded, wrong timing Long as we align You can't be mad at me uh, And you be asking me Can I really be your gravity? I swear I hold you down right I hold you down right Till every molecule is broken down Like, gon' fix your sight Don't let the fact that I'm a star Ever tainous, uh yeah. I know you love to show your anus I forgot that you my moon, yeah, yeah Surrounded by this darkness I'm asking where your heart went Still you know you different from these other girls I put you in a verse Cause you my universe I swear you bigger than my world, yeah, yeah Space out, space out
Spaced out, spaced out, spaced out, spaced out, spaced out. Ready as we'll ever be. DJ Fusion.
Shine on brothers, shine on. 
DJ Fusion. At a meeting I attended last weekend, a lady told me an inspiring story, but not as inspiring as it should have been. In a social media exchange, somebody asked her if an event on the Ferguson murder was happening nearby. Probably not, she replied, and suggested that the questioner put one together. She did just that, starting a Facebook page and hawking it on Twitter and other social media platforms. With only a few days lead time, a couple hundred people showed up. They sang, they chanted, they felt the strength that only comes from connecting with others in a just cause, and they dispersed. Did anybody pass out a sign-in sheet, I asked. Did you get the digits of the folks that showed up? I asked this because getting those digits is the first lesson in organizing 101. It's what we did before anybody ever heard of social media. Back in the day, if we got four people or 40 or 400, we got those digits. I also asked because Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, Causes.com, Change.org and other social media platforms do not give the organizers of petitions or events any of the contact information on the people you're supposedly organizing. That's because the corporate social media business model ain't never been about helping you do good. It's all about mapping the people you touch, the people you influence and who influence you so they can sell that information to marketers. All the social media platforms can and do manipulate their algorithms and their hashtags for commercial purposes and their systems are private property. If they wanted to squelch your political activism tomorrow or just to show you more cat videos or if the people who turned up last time were simply not on Facebook or Twitter for a day or two, they might never know anything about the next meeting or demonstration or even the murder that prompted it. The answer to my did you get the digits question was no. Nobody passed a petition, a sign-in sheet, or volunteer cards. Nobody got anybody's email, anybody's phone numbers, or the best times to call. In fairness, it's an easy mistake to make, but a costly one. Remember the Million Man March? Organizers there remembered to pass the hat, but they did not pass a sign-in sheet, so there was no Million Man mailing list or phone tree. Talk about missed opportunities. Most Occupy encampments didn't take names or contact information either. Whenever you have an event publicized by social media or the radio, like so many of the Troy Davis and Trayvon Martin and Ferguson and other happenings, and you do not get those digits, you are completely at the mercy of Twitter, Facebook, or the radio station to recontact those people. Radio is a great way to get a crowd, but you rarely have access. Also, you may have noticed that whenever radio stations take the lead, they put the Al Sharptons or their local equivalents at the head of every crowd. If you don't want to listen to those guys, you got to get your own list so you can get your own crowd. Most people are not already affiliated with any existing organization. That is a piece of organizing 101 as well. I'm not saying don't use corporate social media or the radio when you can get them. 
but take it from an old school organizer. If you're depending exclusively on Twitter, on Facebook, on corporate social media and the radio to get your crowd and you do not pass a petition or a sign-in sheet to enable you to keep in direct touch or have the most enthusiastic among your crowd sign volunteer cards, you ain't got no movement because you cannot move it. Only they can and only when and where and for as long as they want to. You want a movement? Every crowd, every meeting, every flash mob, you get those digits. Next week, we'll talk a little about organizing 102, what to do with your list. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Bruce Dixon. Find us on the web at www.blackagendareport.com. And remember, Facebook and Twitter don't necessarily show you everything we or similar sources publish. The only way to keep up on the latest Black Agenda Report is to subscribe to our free weekly email updates at www.blackagendareport.com slash subscribe. That's www.blackagendareport.com slash subscribe. Radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses.
Peace with Cosmo Fusebox Radio Show
came and scooped me with that coupe I thought I was bulletproof You know I fought so hard but then again it's you Being a billion dollar club is not a foul, it's the truth I could be anywhere but I just wanna be right here with you I'm on my diamond side, tearing up on this one to keep up You want your life and jeans and I just wanna keep on talking
Dude, check Fuse Box Radio. Check them. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Messaging each other more and more And I say show me something She be like LOL Quit playing games T-T-Y-L Then she get up the nerve and be like Oh what the hell You got me She be sending pictures She be saying I can't wait until I'm with ya Get the picture Looking at them pics Got me about to cry Me and I be sexting Freaky freaky texting Told her send your boy a photo She be saying that I make sure it's a no-show That's a no-no let your homegirl see what I'm sending back Me and I'll be sexting, freaky freaky texting Now what I saw, it caught me by surprise So beautiful like heaven to my eyes She's gifted smooth hips and lips and thighs Energize is giving me a rise Dignified but she freaky in the sky Send one in those heels And I'm like hold up baby chill Got me swerving but got one hand on the wheel The other one scrolling trying to hold it down Trying to get back to you baby look at how you got me now And I say show me something She be like LOL Quit playing games T-T-Y-L And then she get up the nerve and be like oh what the hell You got me She be sending pictures She be saying I can't wait until I'm with you Get the picture Looking at them blitz, got me about to cry. Me and her be freaky, freaky texting. Told her send your boy a photo. She be saying that I make sure it's a no, 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 no. Don't let your homegirl see what I'm sending back. Me and her be sexting, freaky, freaky texting. I'm like the how with all the emails in the text. It's time to get a blessing. I'm about to teach you a lesson. Got my mind all pumped, the game ready to hunt. And I'm feeling kind of foggy and ready to jump on you right now Let's make it do it and you know where I'm at No kind of love and lay you flat on your back, back. Come back. Simple and yeah. clean, there ain't no shame in my oh, game I beat it up all night, I give you pleasure in vain She be sending pictures She be saying I can't wait until I'm with you Get the picture Looking at them blitz, got me about to cry Me and her be sexting Freaky, freaky texting Told her send your boy a photo She be saying that I make sure it's a no-show That's a no-no Don't let your homegirl see what I'm sending back Me and her be sexting Freaky, freaky texting We gon' fuck with a test thing, yeah, yeah Right here on the Fusebox Radio
So you never coming back in yeah. I, I, I don't believe that Right now I gotta accept the fact, yeah But somebody else now I wish I never loved you Girl, I guess I can't get around you Girl, I wish I never met you Cause I wouldn't be alone Girl, your beauty Made me feel like you were my everything Made me think it was worth it No Yeah, I got issues Like you were any better you would always be there But I just lost my girl Now I'm alone Since you wanna be ghosted I don't really like it But I gotta take it Damn, 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 girl When you coming back So you never coming back Girl, I guess I can't get around you, love Somebody else Girl, I wish I never met you You left me Cause I wouldn't be alone How would you have learned if I ain't leave? I guess I was way too naive I should have been checked you But I let you get mad disrespectful You couldn't be serious What was you? Looking at my new man Wish it was you but you dead now Sign of the cross on your chest and your head now Guilty is what you pled now Left Queens, hit Brooklyn, I'm on the belt now Stupid is what you felt now When you see me on TV, have a meltdown Bombs away, tryna sneak tip, hit me when slums away Rolly on, but I ain't got time of day Time of tell Chanel, get that lager felt Now I'm alone Since you wanna be ghosted I don't really like it But I gotta take it Damn, 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 girl When you coming back So you never coming back, yeah I, I, I don't believe that Right now I gotta accept the fact, yeah But somebody else now I wish I never loved you Girl, I guess I can't get around you, love Girl, I wish I never met you Killer City Coming up during these times For police who find drugs, let niggas slide For niggas out slinging like four in the night For your man's not snitching when the pressure is tight For pistols that don't jam when it's time to strike For bootleg liquor on a Sunday night This be the realest shit you heard in your life Yo, when the gas reveal, you cash get pilled And that's the deal Fuck the bitch ass and switch fast Niggas still act the real When the slugs burst She rapping, aiming at your mug first Niggas is bloodthirst We see who get plugged worse We dug earth to place you Put the nickel platers to your facial Bullets ain't racial, kid, they only hate you My nine will seem like it's a time machine BC date you Jacking you more than Ripper My fifth's an organ shifter The human organism lifter You'll be hearing organs if you're leaving orphans If you let these fools hit you with a law splitcher A four-pitcher The bump head 
is, but those that don't let accurate shots in back of your not Leave them one dead, you rap havoc and prodigy Let's put these bitch niggas, real bodies be done Yo, if it gotta be, it gotta be, it gotta be, it gotta be Niggas living with their lives on the line For young guns coming up during these times For police who find drugs letting niggas slide For niggas out slinging like four in the night For your man's not snitching when the pressure is tight For pistols that don't jam when it's time to strike For bootleg liquor on a Sunday night This be the realest shit you heard in your life uh-huh. When the gas spits, some niggas get blown off the atlas The half is unsolved mystery Reenactments, get practice What you lack is, you think like the average Jake's dumbfounded, leaving crime scenes can handle Nothing but cannons, got conspicuous Like a laminated branding with a serial scratch Bad apple out of the bag, done it maybe like that If I could push back the clock, probably leave it like that Drove love for my niggas, G-O-D, Tarnity and Twin And Twin is not here, plus my kin Killer be forever with me, quick to set it with me And to QB, they show love throughout the years with You me. got guns, we got guns, the serious ones Leave foul powder stuck in your lungs We come from where niggas look out for they dun duns Love never disrespect, hit niggas with redirect For street niggas living with their lives on the line For young guns coming up during these times For police who find drugs letting niggas slide For niggas out slinging like four in the night For your man's not snitching when the pressure is tight for pistols that don't jam when it's time to strike for bootleg liquor on a Sunday night this be the realest shit you heard in your life never prejudge it be the humble that'll squeeze slugs it be the one standing still that'll peel guns spill blood for my thuns dug it for me man you don't wanna get involved fucking with P I spent more nights healing less nights chilling the more shots they hold the better they feel it will be the dealings so killers like to hide behind specs others got blatant disrespect and the rest are so young that you wouldn't even expect to be bursting off guns like a Vietnam vet on the steps sitting in the stairs Case bent, thinking on ways to take another man head. Go to war with niggas that's against what I rap. I settle things with a heavy metal fifth. Change clips, switch clothes after I spit. Place niggas back in their space. Fuckers on your mind, kid. For street niggas living with their lives on the line. For young guns coming up during these times. For police who find drugs, letting niggas slide. For niggas out slinging like four in the night. For your man's not snitching when the pressure is tight.
turn right and red hook singing heavy on the curve. See, most men don't just die early 20s to late teens. I'm just trying to come from under the thumb of this regime. One percent of a billion more than niggas ever seen. Still, they want to act like it's an everyday thing. Clean. I'll fuck up this world. I'll fuck up this world. I forgot this world I forgot the uh High yellow sky dweller and the rose gold Legend of the summer and the rose bowl Came through Pasadena and the low low Just to show respect to the cholos Feeling like a stranger in my own land Got me feeling like Brody in Homeland I just want a shot to show my teams Standing on the top, hold my penis America tried to emasculate the greats Murder Malcolm gave cashes to shakes Wait, tell me rumble, young man, rumble Try to dim your lights, tell you be humble You know I'm gonna shine like a trillion watts You know a nigga trill is Michael Jackson socks Sending light out to Compton in a hundred blocks Lil' Bass Boy, basking on top Ah, I forgot this world I forgot this world Uh Let's fuck up the world Let's fuck up this world Oh, fuck up the uh Sippin' say, boy, this ain't your daddy yet He in the Cadillac, me, I'm in the Maybach The same gray sweatsuits and white tool socks This is black leather pants and the pair stands Socks is my synopsis, is clear Got strip clubs feeling like Oxford, I swear Teacher, teacher, I'm try to unteach ya All the shit they taught ya that got you all in the bleachers When you front row at the Nick game, knows the Spike Lee's You front row everywhere, you in the HOV's Jordan 1's and dungarees And that's just the half of my war path Make a million of a million, let my ends make a million Till we all check a billion That's just the way I'm feeling, we have yet to see a ceiling We just top what we top Cause the bars don't struggle when the struggle don't stop uh. Smoke up this world Fuck up this world. Fuck up the world. Fuck up the world. Side time now. Fuck up the world. Fuck up this world.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Box Radio.
Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Fox Radio.
Xbox Radio. Right here on the fuse box radio. The black hawk is in the building.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.